would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, today we're talking about getting around Disney. It's easy yet challenging. It can be. It can can definitely be frustrating. We get a question about this so much that we figured let's just do a whole episode on transportation. So when people ask, we just send them the episode to download. Yeah, this is it. 389. Do it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for uh, asking us to talk about this. And our favorite people that ask us questions are our Patreons. And we have a new one, Kim Cooley. Thank you for joining the Rope Drop Radio community, getting all the bonus audio and fun things. I talked about Great Wolf Lodge last week of all topics. The after show. After show stuff. So uh, definitely thank you, Patreons, for helping support the show and keeping us going. Yeah, in about a month, I'll be on a trip, which will give all kinds of bonus audio. I like to do the bonus audio while we travel. The after show is after. Well, on, on actually when you're doing Disney transportation, Doug loves to do uh, after audio. I'll do, I'll try to get a Skyliner show on there or something. Ooh, I like it. All right. Also, another way to support the show is clicking the five stars on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. They all have review stuff. Leave us a five star on Apple and we will read your review on the air. Eventually we're up to April 28th, Derek. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. We're getting there. We're not catching. I never want to get there. there. I never want to get there. Thank you people for helping us with that. But here we go. Rope drop like a pro with rope drop radio five stars by Holly three, two, five, one. All right. We went to WDW in October of 22 and leading up to our trip. I found this podcast, a fellow Midwesterner. I think that's how I pronounce that. It was fun. Oh, as a fellow Midwesterner, my gosh, guys, I can't read today. It was fun to hear these two Disney dads. They legit know what they're talking about. Our trip was so successful, and this podcast was a huge part of that. I still listen to this podcast post-trip and love when I have new episodes show up on Friday. With Derek and Doug, you'll be more equipped for a great trip to Walt Disney World and will be prepared to rope drop like a pro. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Making her Friday. Actually, I love when people say we I know. make their uh, Friday. Start the we're, weekend off right. We're appointment listening. Yes, there you go. Oh, so yeah. uh, so we know what we're talking about, I guess. So today we're going to be talking about all the transportation. You can go Skyliner, bus, monorail, hitchhike. There's a lot of things you can do to get around Walt Disney World. So Doug and I are going to break down all the mm-hmm. things. We're going to give all the facts and some tips. And so we have a lot to cover. But yeah, there's a lot of ways to get to different places, Doug. And it can be overwhelming if it's your first time traveling. So right. even if you're a pro, we might have some uh, other ways to get different places. Because I'll be honest, whenever I go with Doug or Michelle, I always learn something new, especially when it comes to traveling. Yeah. And getting around, don't be intimidated by it. It is actually simple. 
even yep. though it's a big mass transit undertaking, but it's set up in a very simple way. Yep, it is. So let's uh, let's start with the big one, literally the one you see if you get to Orlando. There are a million of them just driving around aimlessly. I'm kidding. Those buses, there are a lot of them. Uh, there are a lot of fun, 300 plus in the fleet. And so, Doug, let's break down bus transportation at Walt Disney World. All right. So the first thing to be aware is the bus stop at your resort. Yes. And a bus is going to get you pretty much everywhere um, unless you're staying at a deluxe resort or somewhere on the Skyliner, somewhere that has alternate transportation, which we will get to later. But the bus is the bread and butter of Disney transportation. But the bus stops are very different from resort to resort, aren't they, Derek? Uh, yes, and we know that. There are some that are good, some are bad, some are, they have multiple stops, and you just got to know what, what your closest stop is. All right, so let's break it down. Value resorts. All have a big one stop one, near one the, great big place to go right by the lobby, the main building. Right. So very easy, well marked as to which stop is for which park. You'll see a sign that says Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Disney they Springs. make it simple, simple. I and love it. There's ropes up. You get in line. It's very organized. Uh, you do bake in the sun depending on the time of day. So only drawback. There yep. is. I love the organization of the value resort buses. Makes it so mm. simple. One spot. That's it. That's all you got to know. Yep. Moderates. This okay. can be a challenge. So moderates are huge. Very big resorts spread out. So there can be three to four bus stops sprinkled around the perimeter of the property. So first up, you have to figure out which one am I closest to. Mm-hmm. To do that, look at a map. Your map is on your phone. It will help yep. you. You can't always see the closest one to you and it may not seem like the closest one to you, but by the end of your trip, you'll have it all figured out. Yeah. Usually by the last day, I got it down to a science. And then usually it's one or two little pavilion, like hut, like buildings. And they say, which, if it's two, um, they say, which, uh, parks are at which ones, but most moderates is just one building. Everybody waits there in a big mass. The bus pulls up and then it's interesting the hierarchy of how people get on. I'll just say it is. Well, and sometimes it's a game. Are there people that were at the bus stop before you all go into that park? Heck, it can be weird. Um, Just be ready for that. But find your closest one. Also, the challenge when there are multiple is you get on and you might stop three or four more times before you leave to head to the park. So remember that when you're thinking about how much time it's going to take to get to the park. Um Also, if you're like the last stop, yeah, you get off property faster, but finding seats becomes a challenge. You're more likely to stand. So um, always bank a little more time when you're staying in a moderate. Let's go to Lux Resort now, Derek. Their bus stops, usually two different spots. They divide the parks in half. They label it um, much like the moderate, except there's usually only one bus stop. Actually, I think there's always only one. I can't think of one. No, um, Saratoga, Old Key West are big, oh, okay. spread out like moderates. Yep. They have multiple bus stops. Um, they're they're much more like moderates than they are like deluxes when it comes to the buses because of how they're built and spread out. But all the other deluxes, one main bus stop, which is nice. Some deluxes do share buses at times. Yep. So you might have to make a stop at more than one like you might stop at the poly and then you stop at the grand flow grand floridian i've done that it does not happen all the time it's usually at the less busy times of day or year so 
there you go. That's the, the gist of the bus stops. Important things to know, though, right, Derek? Absolutely. Simple things, but can be challenging. Uh, one little tip I always give, if you're kind of in between two bus stops at a moderate resort, go to the one that gets picked up a little earlier. Just yeah. to ensure that you get on that bus a little bit quicker. And a lot of people, when they get back from the parks, a lot of people just get off on the first bus stop and then not realize it's the wrong stop. So when you Oh, come that's back, happened to me. I will right? admit it. I've done it one time. When you come back from the park, be aware of where you're getting off. Um, and a lot of people they, will get off at the lobby. Caribbean Beach messed me up the, uh, one time, and I was like, oh, we're in for a long hike now. Yeah, and a lot of people get off at the lobby because they're going to stop at the food court or something like mm-hmm. that. So that's always a good one to hop on because there's more people getting off. Uh, one asterisk on all of this before we get to what the stops are like at the parks. Uh, French Quarter breaks all these rules. They just have one stop, even though oh, they're a moderate. Yep. It is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about we go to the parks and describe what you're going to find at the parks? Because when you hop off, you just walk into the park. It's not a big deal. You hit security. It's one easy way flow mm-hmm. coming out of the park, especially in the dark with the mob yep. of people. Mm-hmm. There's a big sign yes. that says a number and your hook resort, right? Yep. You got to f- go find it. And no matter where you're staying, because you listen to our podcast, Derek, you know what that means? It's always the farthest away bus stop yep. every time. You're I welcome. Swear they change them because they're like, ah, Doug and Derek are here. You're going to the furthest one. We're moving and, the sign. And sometimes it will sound close, but it's just in the closer like lane, but all the yep. way down, all the way down. <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter what resort we stay at, Derek. I've never, never been one of the first ones. I need to look at which ones are the first ones because I've never been and, there either. And I, I've stayed at every resort and I've never, never been. Okay. Anyway, it happens. It's, it's crazy. It, over the last five years, Disney has redone basically all the bus stops to where they're all very organized. Um, I believe they all have covering in not for the whole area, but if there's a way to get out of the sun, out of the rain while you're waiting, they're all massive, very organized, all four of them. Um, yeah. There are bathrooms near the entrance to them, I believe, for all four. Animal Kingdom is the only one I'm not 100% sure on the bathroom location. Can't but the think of that rest one. of them, like there's a bathroom just past the Skyliner as you're walking towards the bus stops at Hollywood Studios. There's a bathroom right as you kind of get to the hub of going into all the branches of the bus, st- bus stops at Magic Kingdom. Epcot, you hit a bathroom before you get there. Epcot just kind of redid theirs. They're the last ones to get finished. But it, the remodeling of the bus stops has been fantastic. And the bathroom out there, good to know, you don't have to stop in the park. You can go right before you hop in line to get on your bus. Yep. There you go. That, I think, describes it pretty well. That does. Yeah, it's huge. I think that's a key. Yep. All right. So let's talk about uh, Disney Springs. So buses here are a little different because you can't take a bus from Disney Springs to a park. Where the other parks, you can go park to park. There is a spot at those park bus stops for every other park. Disney Springs, you can't necessarily do that because they don't want people parking there and then going to the parks, right? Um, And Disney Springs is huge, and the bus stop is in the town center. So not the marketplace, right? It used to be the marketplace. Used to be far away, yep. Now it's town center. So the marketplace area where it once was is now your uber lift minivan area so disney springs yeah um 
Next question, Derek. Do you know how to get to Typhoon Lagoon, which is the only open water park right now? Uh, you take the same bus that goes to Disney Springs. Does it also go to Typhoon that Lagoon? That is right. You yes, have to take Derek, the Disney got it. Springs bus. Now, this sounds so have complicated. have not gone to Typhoon Lagoon, though. Typhoon Lagoon? Typhoon Lagoon. I'm not editing that. No, that was fantastic. It was great. Nailed it. Someday we'll get to Typhoon Lagoon. Rope Drop Radio Trip. Derek and Doug and their Speedos. Oh, no. Yep. Um. So they mark it pretty well because it will say Disney Springs Typhoon Lagoon on the, the sign and on the bus. All the buses say where they're going to. It's all lit up. So it makes it very easy. It's not overwhelming, not daunting. It, it can be pretty easy. I, I know of people that have gotten on the wrong buses and ended up at the wrong place. But guess what? You can hop off and get on a different one. Yep. So, all right. On to the tips, Derek. What is your bus tip? Uh, I gave one earlier, but here's another one that I like. Uh, if you know the resort that is nearby, so say you're staying at Pop Century and that line is like 19 buses long and you look over and there's no one at Art Animation, jump in that bus and it's not that much farther of a walk to the resort. Yeah. So know what, I, I've stayed at Yacht and got on the Beach Club bus before. Yep. It really is not that big a deal. Yeah, and if it can avoid a big line, that's a that's a good tip. Exactly. Um, my tip was going to be parents with strollers, be ready to fold them up. Oh, you have to yeah. fold up your all the stroller. Way yep. No kid can sit in a stroller. You can't carry it on. You got to fold it all the way up, which means throughout the day in the park where you've just been shoving stuff into every nook and cranny of the stroller. Yep, that's me. That's be ready all, to yep. undo all that. So be prepared. Don't wait until the bus shows up to be ready. Because you'll have someone like me behind you going like, uh, yeah, so yep. that's that's. Oh, I've uh, been that guy where my wife and kids, they all go, we let like nine people and then I'm like pulling up the stroller. Mm-hmm. I'm the last one on the bus. Derek is that guy. I've been that guy I, before. I admit it. I get annoyed. Back when we had guy. the double stroller back in the day when the, the older ones were smaller. Yeah. Dude, we had tandem double stroller. That was before rentals were a thing. Oh. I was a beast on a bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a good tip. Other tip is they'll tell you they open like 40 minutes before the first park opens, which is not true. It's There's like always an a hour bus. and a half early. Like I was once on a bus at 4am. No joke. I mean, park open probably wasn't nine that day, but you know, yep. yeah, it's earlier than the front desk. will tell you Disney will lie to you about what time the bus starts I would say be at the bus stop more than an hour before park opening. And by park opening, I mean the extra hour, extra magical time. Park opens at nine. That means you're at 830. Means you're at the bus stop at 7 a.m. kids. So there you go. um, Yeah. So, you know, you can ask the front desk. They're going to tell you usually 40 minutes before the park opens. But it's before that there's no hard, fast, a hundred percent rule on what time the first bus will be there. Every resort will be a little different. And Your mileage may vary. 95% of the resorts have a TV screen that tells you when the next bus stop will be there. Or the next bus will be there. That is surprisingly pretty accurate. So it's, it's always good. Like I always send a kid up pretty close or I'll get up the first one and then I'll literally call my wife or somebody like, all right, you got, 10 minutes or I'm the guy that's like, you have 38 seconds. You better run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great tip, Derek, to look at those screens. Another bus tip I have is remember to fill buses from the back. If you're the first couple people getting onto the bus and it's a long line behind you, the bus is going to fill. Yep. 
you go all the way to the back. You fill it from the back forward. If you first couple people stop right inside, especially if they have a stroller, guess what? It takes twice as long for that bus to fill because everybody has to go around your stroller and, you know, and then guess what? You're sitting there longer. So back to front. That's how you fill a bus. Men, you got to stand. Women and children can sit. There you go. Yes. But if there is someone sitting, just remember, you can't see all disabilities. So keep your judgment to yourself. All right. Yeah. But yes, Um, I try to stand if I if I'm able. There you go. I think buses are a big one. That's 90 percent of how you get around Disney World right there. That is a lot. I think I'm making up a percentage there. The next one's my favorite way. Yeah. The buses, bread and butter. A lot of them have Wi-Fi, too. The next one doesn't have Wi-Fi. No, it doesn't. But my it's my favorite way to get around. And we're moving on to the Skyliner, which is Disney's amazing piece of engineering that I cannot understand that gets you to and from two parks, a few resorts. It's pretty incredible. So the Skyliner, Doug. Yes, the Skyliner takes us to two parks, Hollywood Studios and Epcot, the International Gateway of Epcot. So the back door, so to speak. You enter between France and the United Kingdom. So I haven't come, taken a bus at Epcot in years. It's it's wonderful coming in that back door. So those are the parks, but which resorts are included on the Skyliner, Derek? So we got Pop, Art Animation, uh, Riviera, my favorite, Caribbean Beach, and then, of course, Beach and a little bit of Yacht Club. Oh, a lot of Yacht Club. And Boardwalk. Okay. Along, boardwalk. Swan That's Dolphin. a longer walk. It, okay. Well, we get to, what are you going to do instead? I mean take a bus oh no, you, walk. Ride you walk to the hollywood studios at least you are not walking from the yacht club or boardwalk you're going to the skyliner derek i took a friendship boat last time not well, that's lie. a different category i know it's coming okay. up so the skyliner yes operates to those resorts but it doesn't like have a direct line from all of them so how it works is there is a hub at caribbean beach So if you want to go to Hollywood Studios, you first have to get to Caribbean Beach. You then get off and then you take it over from Caribbean Beach. So if you're staying at Caribbean Beach, you only have to take the one over to Hollywood Studios. Um, From Caribbean Beach, there's a line that goes to Epcot that makes a stop at the Riviera. So the Epcot stop is also what serves Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, and from Caribbean Beach, there's a leg that goes over to Art of Animation and Pop Century. So it's kind of like a one hub and then one partial stop at Riviera. So it's it's not like hubs multiple yet. Someday, I hope. I hope. The great thing is it's fairly efficient. It's fun. More fun than a bus. Right? Absolutely. It's like a ride. Yes. So it's a great way to kind of get into the park from any of these resorts. So tips, do we just get on to tips? What's your tip for the Skyliner, Derek? You do not need to collapse your stroller. Uh, it is moving. So you actually got to practice, you know, getting the stroller on there. It's an art. And once you get it down, it's down. But yeah, strollers don't got to collapse. But be ready to go in efficiently yep. because the only thing I've seen lately that stops the Skyliner from moving is people with poor stroller driving skills mm-hmm. like Derek. Oh, I'm great on the Skyliner. Never had a problem. Knock on okay. Okay. something. Yeah. Um, drywall. So be ready to get on. 
the line is a little weird. Like you go through the line and then you get to the front and then you can choose left or right. Always There's choose no the shortest line. Yeah. To see what's shorter. How many times I've skipped like so many people and they get mad at me. I'm like, well, you guys like, weren't in the other line. All, the whole right side will be Every full. time no at one, Epcot. Every single time. No one in the left at all. And it's like, just see ya. And the cast member is going to fill it. Um, sometimes they fill them full. Other times they give you your own. Never understood it, that. It makes no sense sometimes. Um, so and if you're on there with me, I will talk to you. Yeah. hundred percent. New best friend. Yeah. So, uh, we've talked to, we've people on the Skyliner. We've sat in awkward silence. Also, if it's stuffy in the Skyliner, there are windows that can be yep. open. If they're not open, go ahead and open Just them. Open them. Yep. Um, especially in like late November through maybe early February, they might start the day closed because it is a little chilly. But as the day goes on, you can pop those open and you get a lot of ventilation coming through. You just kind of push the little handle out and it opens. So and that's one really important tip. Um, it tells you what time it opens in the app and on a sign by the stations. They are accurate, unlike the buses. And uh, we went very early before it opened at Pop Century this last trip in September uh, to be among the first on it. So don't be afraid to line up early. But after that initial rush, it just runs nice and smooth. And there's never really a big line other than park close. Park close can be a thing, though. Remember it, pandemic park close when they're only putting like one person per Skyline or one yeah, family? Just your group. That line was yeah. crazy. But now it's yeah. even yeah. if that line gets long, like I've been at Hollywood Studios. I'm like, oh, no. And then I'm like. Oh, it took four minutes. Right. It, it moves along. So that's one of the great things about the Skyliner is it yep. moves along and it's made Caribbean Beach a fantastic moderate. Oh, absolutely. Especially at. if you're staying in Jamaica. Yes. And it's made Pop Century so much more valuable as well as a value. Yep. Yeah. It, I Now, it really I don't is. hate Pop anymore. Derek had a weird place in his heart hating Pop Century. I just did for so many years. The Skyliner, you saved it. Yeah. So... All Let's right. talk about the uh, the old school Skyliner, if we will. The monorail, the first Disney transportation that took you around different resorts and to a uh, couple parks. So Yeah, the uh, highway in the sky. Yes. So, yeah, the monorail has several loops. It has an express loop, a resort loop, an Epcot loop. So let's let's talk about what the express loop is first. So... The express loop goes from the Ticket and Transportation Center, or TTC, as it will be called by cast members. Like They'll be like, oh, you just need to go to the TTC and get on the Epcot loop. Yeah, so let us explain what that is. So the TTC is basically the Magic Kingdom parking lot. Yep, it's not it's outside the, the Magic Kingdom. It's on the other side of a lake from it the is. Magic Kingdom. So Walt wanted the arrival process to be a thing, and it's definitely a thing. So you park at the Magic Kingdom, you go through security, and then you get on either a ferry, which you can take directly from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom, or you get on the express loop, which is going to stop just at the Magic Kingdom park. So very simple. Resort yep. loop, different story. It's a lot slower because it stops three times. And where does it stop, Derek? It stops at the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian. In that order, if I'm right. No. Yes. Nope. 
Why would it? But we're starting the TCC, man. Oh, we're starting the TTC. What Sorry, route I are you Magic taking? Kingdom. I started at the Magic Kingdom in my brain. So uh, then TTC you skip goes the Polynesian. TTC box. Yeah. So it's yeah. a yeah, Polynesian, uh, Grand Floridian, then Magic Kingdom, then Contemporary, then TTC. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's not confusing at all when we say nope. it that way. So you hop on at the TTC, then you're going to go to the Polynesian. If you want to go there to have breakfast with Lilo and Stitch or eat at Ohana dinner, you can get there that way. You move along to the Grand Floridian to, if you want to eat at, you know, Victorian Alberts or something, you can take the monorail there. And then if you just want the slow ride to the Magic Kingdom, you can hop off the Magic Kingdom. And then, of course, the contemporaries last, giving you Chef Mickey's. Now, if you're staying at any of these, there you go. You can take the monorail. You go through security at the resort. So once you get off the monorail, guess what? You don't have to go, go right through to the security park. again. It's right wonderful. in the park. Yep. Yeah, that's that's one of the great things about the monorail. Uh, the Epcot Loop, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. It goes from the TTC to yep. Epcot. Nice little so, ride. You know, you want that picture, the the I call it the Epcot picture, where you can see the yeah spaceship Earth, the monorail, and now you get a little bit of a uh, Star Lord Guardians in there. That's the picture now. Moana Journey of Water. Oh yeah, pictures. I've seen that actually. Yeah, because the monorail goes around the whole front part of the park at Epcot. I was going to say Future World, but that's not what it's called anymore. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Any uh, monorail tips? Uh, I think it's still one of the best ways, but mid-afternoon, if you're staying on one of those monorail loop resorts, it's great to be able to get back to your resort. I feel like it's very efficient, and uh, it, I've, I've always enjoyed it. I think it's since it's Walt's kind of idea, you're getting a little piece of that Disney history every time you ride it. Yeah, um, you don't have to fold up your stroller. You can roll nope. right in. It's another great thing about it. Um, yeah, it's kind of fun to... Look out the window as you go. And by. if it's adult only, you do the monorail bar crawl. That's right. You hop off at each of those resorts on the resort Find loop. Bar. Yep. Yeah. All right. Monorail. There you go. There's right. different I... colors making it fun too. That there. Yes. So yeah. uh, next up is the boats. You mentioned one boat already, but let's talk about all yeah. the other boats. You got the ferry, of course, but now we got some other smaller boats that you can take to different resorts and parks. Yes, you alluded to the friendship boats earlier. Yes. Those run at Epcot resort area. So they go from Epcot to Boardwalk to Beach Club to Yacht Club to Swan and Dolphin to Hollywood Studios and then back. And they're they're nice. They're very slow. I like them. They are very slow. But yeah, they're they're a good way to get out of the sun. And for some reason my kids still talk about them. So it was like the highlight of the trip when they were three and four years old. Yeah. Kids like boats and they're real they boats. Do. They're not on a track or anything. So, you know, you can say you went on a real boat. Yep. All right. Magic Kingdom resorts have boats to the Magic Kingdom as well. You can take a boat from the Polly and the Grand Floridian over to the Magic Kingdom. They do a little triangle path and that's a good, a good little way to go other than the monorail. Um, the other Wilderness Lodge has a boat because it's not on the monorail. So you can take the boat or a bus to the Magic Kingdom. And Fort Wilderness has a boat. And that's pretty much your only option there. Fort Wilderness is a hike from everything else. They got internal those, buses, what, what, external buses. What do buses. those boats uh, lines look like uh, at Rope Drop? Uh, they they are, It's Rope Drop. I'll just yeah. say that. Yeah, just go early. 
And those yeah. boats, you know, they're they're not as big as you might think. But I mean, they hold a few I, people. But the the Fort Wilderness ones are bigger, and yep. so are the Wilderness Lodge ones. The Grand Flow and Poly ones are the weird. Those are tiny ones. at times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the the Fort Wilderness ones are pretty functional because uh, they need to be. Also, if you're going to eat at Hoopty Doo. Uh, that's at Fort Wilderness. The best way to get there is take a bus or however else you would get to the Magic Kingdom from your resort over to the Magic Kingdom. Get on the boat to Fort Wilderness. Easiest way to get to Hoopty Doo Review because it's real close to the boat launch at Fort Wilderness. It's a good tip. So, um, oh, there's also boats to Disney Springs, Derek. I, I took that with Back to the Mouse Joe this last time we went together. We were. Staying at French Quarter, and that's how we got to yeah. Disney Springs. I like that little route. Yeah. Kind of see uh, the tree houses of Saratoga and a few other things. Yeah, so you got boats from those Disney Springs area resorts, and yep. uh, it's kind of nice. The, the Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter, Saratoga, Olkey West, right there. So kind of a fun little way in. The Saratoga, you can just walk, though. You, you could, but yeah. why walk when you can take a boat? Because it's a thousand times faster. It, but I mean, you're on a boat. Right. Any okay. boat tips? Um, you do not need to wear a life jacket. Nope. That's all I got, really. That's And stroller-wise, I'm pretty sure you have to fold them up. Yep. Yeah, I think on one, you have to park them somewhere else. And then I think every one of these boats has slightly different rules. Now, the big ferry at the Magic Kingdom from TTC to the Magic Kingdom there, you don't have to fold up your shoulders. Nope. Friendship boat, uh, we didn't have to fold it because I know my kids stayed in them because he slept one time mm. on the friendship boat. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sure it on the inside, on the outside. Too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Boats. boats are boats. Yep. Yep. There you go. I don't I don't have a boat. All right. Last thing for getting around the parks, like to yes. a park, from a park to a resort. Also, going to a resort, just a quick caveat, is the harder thing. You have to usually, like we said for Hoopty Doo, mm-hmm. you have to take a bus or something to a park and then that other resort's bus back to it. So you kind of use a park as a hub to get to another hotel if you're having dinner or something there. All right. Last thing, Derek, at the parks. Minivans and Uber and Lyfts ride shares. Yeah. So something I've been using a lot more the last couple of years. Because you're spendy. I efficient. I, I want to get to the parks faster. Yeah. So when's the best time to use these in your opinion? Oh, uh, when do you like to utilize them? So the minivan, I mean, I've heard Hoopty Doo review is a great one. If you're going it's, to the magic It is the only one that can drive up to hoopty do review yep otherwise they have to drop you off at the very front of fort wilderness you have to take the mm-hmm. whole bus so minivans can go there. right to uh magic kingdom where other ride shares can't they go so to i've the done tcc yep so there, there's a couple areas like i know we've parked top from animal kingdom to magic kingdom and it made more sense to get a minivan so those are kind of the best options uber lift i i have used a lot of times middle of the day when the buses are a little bit slower and I need to get to a park pretty quickly. Um, like if I park my bags at the resort, I'll just grab a ride share to the park. I'll have it all ready. So I can just jump in. I like to so. use Uber and Lyft more when I'm going resort to resort rather than to a park. Okay. Um, 
or say after I'm at the Magic Kingdom, I'll walk to the Contemporary and get an Uber and Lyft from there back to my resort. Now you can't. Oh, I've just done that. Yep. Take they've cracked down on people taking an Uber or Lyft to the Contemporary or to the Beach Club to get dropped off to walk into the park. They won't necessarily always let your Uber or Lyft in unless you have a dining reservation or a resort room there. Yep. So don't assume you can just get in. Um, so. But going, you can always, after the park, walk to the beach club, call your Uber or Lyft, and go from there if you want to avoid the long lines at the bus or anything else after park close. So yep. That's kind of ideal times to me. That's Any good. other tips there? Nothing really on, on this part of it. Tip your driver so you don't lose stars on your ratings. There you go. That's a good one. And, and it might take a while to get picked up at a Magic Kingdom resort or Animal Kingdom Lodge because all the Uber Lyft drivers like to hang out around the Epcot Resort area. They do. They, yeah. they hang out there. So there you go. All right. Last little caveat, Derek. Last little yep. bit. Getting to and from the airport. This used to be very simple. Because you had Magical Express. Now the magic is gone. Wait, what was that? Magical Express? Huh, weird. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Some, you know, there's, I had a memory, but I'm uh-huh. not thinking it's weird. Okay. A faint flickering in your mind's yes, eye. I'm like, I think I so, remember being on that thing. There's still a dessert on one of the cruise line menus called the Magical Express. I think it's hilarious. I get oh, it every time to reminisce. got to, yes. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back someday. You never know. Yes. So... The first option is basically Magical Express, but it costs you money. Uh, typically under $40 round trip per person. It it varies a little. So um, it is called Mirrors Connect powered by Sunshine. My wife just did it uh, a week ago. So with any whole problems with her? Uh, group no, she said it was beyond fantastic. And uh, they had a one-year-old, so they didn't want to bring the car seat and deal with that. So they decided to do Mirrors Connect. Um, they, they said it was really efficient. It was better than magical express and, uh, don't a hundred percent quote me on this, but it was really affordable, like 30 some dollars a person. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, we we're looking at it, it's like, it wasn't that much more than doing a, like an Uber XL. So it just made sense. Yeah. Like I said, under 40, it's in that yep. ballpark. It, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's on the, you know, in the airport on the B side and there's a billion signs pointing to it. So if you're not a regular traveler, it's still very easy to find, very easy to utilize. I think it's the easiest option to book that in advance. hundred percent. So she loved it. Yeah. So other options, ride shares, like you mentioned, getting the Uber XL, um, sometimes with bigger families and luggage ride shares are struggle, but smaller parties, Derek, you've used this plenty of times. I use it every time now because uh, I, I've just gotten so like I know exactly. I got my bag. I click the thing. We we have a Lyft driver. I'm a Lyft person. So Lyft is there within minutes. It's almost too fast at times, but I've just I've been really happy with the uh, Lyft and Uber drivers out of Florida. I, I think they're great. Usually they try to give you tips in the park. I have awesome conversations, always have to tip them well. So I, I've been really happy, especially here post pandemic with ride sharing that I, I know Doug doesn't do that. So he does the, uh, the one we're going to talk about next, but it just, uh, I have no reason to do that because I really like going in. I want people to show, show for me around. I want to feel important, Doug. 
You are important, Derek. Thank you. When I'm on vacation, I, it's it's great. I also worry how how early you're hitting, you know, booking your ride if you're like they're here too fast. What are you Way doing? Way too early. Way you too early. You, not not too early. Like I've never been late to one, but like not I like as I'm if I have all my bags and I'm coming down that escalator, that's when I hit it. Oh, okay. So the escalator is my key point. Like I'm okay. Escalator click because I know by the time I hit the bottom of the escalator, it should have the ride, and usually it's three to four minutes by the time I walk all the way down. I have timed it so perfect, at least three or four trips, like bag, step in, gone. Okay. Like you couldn't even get to Mirrors Connect by the time I was already on my way to the resort. Okay. There you go. I got an even faster one for you. I skip the counter, go straight to my rental car. The longest part of it is me picking out the car. Yeah. But I like I'm already at a resort. I'm in a park no. by the time you were picking out a car. You're Remember the one trip where we went straight to Hollywood Studios? We were in the park in like 47 minutes or something from the time our okay, that's we a good stepped point. off our plane. So it can be pretty quick. Um, I like being in control a little bit, I think. And so I like the rental car aspect. Uh, I do some math. Sometimes I don't rent a car if I'm not planning on going from park to park or I'm not going to need to store my bags in the car. That's the key one, right? That's the bag storage is really nice. If you're getting in real early or you're going to have a late flight out, you can kind of store your bags in there after you check out or as you rope drop and then go back to the airport, you know, and don't have to worry about giving your bags to the bell services, how long it's going to take to get your bags back from bell services. And I don't have to tip bell services, which when you travel with five people and a ton of bags, because ever you know, even if we're just doing carry-ons, it's still a lot of number of bags. Because each of my kids will have backpacks. We all have yep. carry-ons. You know, so we got ten bags. We're handed bell services. So you know, that's it. Sounds I don't know Scrooge-like to say I don't have to tip bell services. But if you're doing that on arrival, you're doing that on departure. It adds up. And rental cars are not that bad. I just booked a minivan for not a minivan, but a minivan. Like you know. Oh no, we got Odyssey. it. Yeah. The, I'm not as excited about it, but a minivan for our November trip. Cause we'll have my mother-in-law with us. So we needed a little bigger vehicle and we'll be taking that out to the port and bring it back and just being able to store stuff in it will be nice. And we don't have to worry about getting picked up, dropped off, waiting for a ride. I'm in control. There you go. But yep. I do have Doug to pay. Strap. Bad part, I do have to pay tolls mm-hmm. on the roads in Florida. And, and I just sit back yes. and let Doug drive me. He is my own Uber Lyft driver. That's true. It's All a right. win-win for Derek. Okay. Any other options? I mean, the one you wrote down was hitchhike, but I don't I know if anyone has successfully, list. if someone has a successfully hitchhike from MCO to Disney World, please let us know. And I mean, uh, that is a Patreon episode right there. You make a friend on the airplane. You can be yeah. like, how you get into the parks? You oh, know, that that makes I more sense. I can see it. Okay. I can see it happening. Someone be like, hey, do you have room for me in your rental car? I totally. Or okay. do you want to share Uber? I guarantee you that's happened. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. That I understand. So All right. um, there we go. Yeah, there's a lot of great ways to get. Yeah. To to around the parks to, everything so and i'm sure there's something we may have missed and let us know at rope drop radio and we want to know your favorite transportation or your transportation fails have you been the stroller guy 
me? Yeah. So uh, let us know. We're going to be asking those questions on social media this week. And if you want to book a trip and uh, try any of these out, you're going to have to contact our amazing destination specialist over at Touring Plans Travel. We have a link in the show notes, www.touringplans.com slash rope drop. Book a trip, come visit Doug in November or sometime next year. Try any of these transportations out and uh, let those TAs help you because they can answer all these questions probably even better than we can. And then if you want to join our Patreon group, uh, that is in the show notes as well. But that is all the time that we have uh, because uh, we got to get to recording another show because next week is Halloween. So uh, happy Halloween, everyone. And thank you for listening and supporting Rope Drop Radio.